Welcome to Proven Improbable, where we deliver mining insights and bullion sales in the form of physical delivery, offshore depositories, and private blockchain distributed ledger technology. Joining us for a conversation is Michael Thompson, the CEO of Kessel Run Resources. Mr. Thompson, welcome to the show. Thank you, Maurice. Glad to have you on the program to share the opportunity before us in Kessel Run Resources. Before we delve into company specifics, Mr. Thompson, please introduce us to Kessel Run and the opportunity the company presents to the market. Well, Maurice, uh, we're focusing on our 100% owned Feronian project. It's an underexplored uh, near-surface gold project. It's a host of a high-grade uh, former producer, it's host to a high-grade uh, historic resource. and. It's located in Northwestern Ontario, uh, top tier jurisdiction uh, with excellent infrastructure and excellent geological potential. Kessel Run has a number of virtues that provide the company a competitive advantage that we plan to cover today, such as multiple high grade and bulk tonnage gold targets, limited exploration in a top tier jurisdiction, a highly experienced management team and board of directors, and you're fully funded. Let's go on site. Mr. Thompson, take us to the northwest of Ontario, which is an emerging gold district known for numerous multi-million ounce development and advanced exploration projects, and introduce us to the company's flagship Heronian Gold Project. Well, so northwestern Ontario is, is a prolific gold district. Uh, there's multiple high-grade uh, advanced exploration projects, multi-million ounce. Um, we're working both of our projects, the, the Hronian and the Bluff Point is, are located in Northwestern Ontario. Excellent infrastructure, uh, it's a mining community, and as you said, we're, we're fully funded and, and we're drilling right now on Hronian. The location looks very compelling, but the Hronian project also has a very rich history. Before we move forward into more project specifics, take us to the genesis of the project and share the exploration history of the Hronian project. Well, the, the Heronian project itself is, is a 4,600 hectare land package. We, we own it 100%. Um, as I said, it's, it's got that great historic resource that's uh, uh, just over 500,000 ounces. Uh, past producer that produced uh, high-grade gold. And we're adjacent to uh, West Dome and now gold, uh, a company called Goldshore's uh, Moss Lake project that's uh, got over 4 million ounces of, of gold on that. Um, the exploration history of the project, it was actually this, the first discovered gold mine in Northwestern Ontario in 1871. Uh, commercial production in the 30s, and it sort of went through intermittent work in the 80s and 90s, uh, and then the package was put together by Pele Gold uh, in the mid-90s, just before the, the, market, uh, the gold market busted in, in 97. Um, so they never really gave it a good kick at the can, and the the project sort of bounced back and forth between people optioning and that through the through the last gold boom in the in the early to mid two thousands. Um, so we acquired the project in two thousand sixteen. Uh, at the bottom of the market, I like buying projects uh, when when the the bottom's in and we can buy low. And so we spent the, the last few years acquiring, you know, getting all the data uh, compiled, uh, doing some geological modeling and targeting. You know, we mapped the entire project. We, we did overburden trenching and geophysics, and we've come up with a new structural interpretation of the Heronian zone. 
Um, through our work, we've discovered uh, a couple new zones uh, with grab samples, and then we uh, raised a bit of money in, in the summer of last year and drilled a 3,000-meter program. Now that we have some context, let's get some content because exploration is a research and development exercise. I'm interested in learning how Kessel Run arrived at their thesis, which has given the company confidence that the upside is just before us in making additional discoveries and increasing shareholder value. Please walk us through the genetic model and then the exploration model. So the, the project has two uh, gold trends on it. The, the adjacent uh, Moss Lake deposit uh, host the, is hosted in the Moss Gold Trend. Uh, that trend comes onto the southern part of our project and then we have the the Heronian gold trend which is the host to the historic resource and to the uh, historic producer uh, so the genetic model essentially in a simplified form is there the flexures in these shear zones are the key to uh, focusing gold mineral focusing the fluids and focusing the gold mineralization into economic concentrations and so that is where our focus is um, in the, on the southern part of the property, uh, in the Moss Gold Trend, we have been working hard to try to find another flexure. We believe we have, uh, and we look forward to testing that down the road. But right now, we're, we're focusing on that, that flexure in the Heronian Gold Trend where, where the, the historic resource and the, the historic mine is. Speaking of that trend, there's a lot of blue sky potential before us. Can you Discuss that a little further. Absolutely. I mean, you know, to not only the, the blue sky potential down in the in the south on the Moss Lake, uh, the Moss Gold Trend, uh, you know, tremendous potential, um, and then tremendous potential on the the Heronian Gold Trend. You know, that that zone strikes all the way to the north end of the property that is is very underexplored, uh, no drilling for kilometers and kilometers. So we're, we're gonna work hard uh, working on that to develop new targets. But in the, in the mine area, in the, the immediate mine area, there are numerous uh, uh, zones to be followed up on, uh, potential to find new zones. We, we've been discovering new zones uh, through our work and then over the last number of years, and in particular last year in the 2020 drilling. So we're, we're quite excited about that. Speaking of the 2020 drilling and 2021, let's find out about your proof of concept and walk us through the highlights, sir. So the 2020 drilling, uh, we've got three zones that host the historic resource, the McKellar, the Fisher, and the Fisher North Zone. Um, and then the Huronian Zone itself uh, does not host any of the historic resource, but is... Um, has tremendous potential you know the the old timers mine, that's where they mine that's more than likely where the the, the best mineralization uh, lies and that Heronian mine trend uh, when it cross that orientation we think there's multiple of these shear zones and when they cross the more east-west Fisher Fisher North and McKellar zones you get a, a fantastic blowouts and that's where we we um, we're getting those those big widths and, and high grade uh, drill intercepts last year. Um, so last year we, we tested that, we tested uh, a couple other zones, uh, the Fisher North and the McKellar, and we got the first drill holes into the Ronian mine that, uh, since uh, the 1930s. So 
we're quite excited about uh, about following up on the Veronian zone as well. Now, you had a press release this week. Walk us through that press release because it's pretty exciting. So the the drilling last that we just put out that news release, we we were quite excited because we drilled the first holes into the uh, the actual mine area um, in between the the mine out stopes. Um, we think there's tremendous potential to to outline a, a remnant resource within that uh, zone, and we wanted to see what the mineralization looked like um, and get an idea of, of what it's doing, so we could better target elsewhere down plunge and on strike on the Heronian zone. Um, so we yeah we got a, a quite a nice uh, four meter zone uh, grading about 16 grams, uh, including 0.6 meters at 81 grams. Uh, quite significant that, that there's still that much mineralization uh, remaining in between stopes that were unmined. Now you were discussing the Fisher Zone uh, previously. Is there room for expansion on the Fisher Zone? There is. All the, the historic zones uh, were, have only been outlined to about 75 meters depth historically pre- previous to Kessel Run uh, working at. So we're working on extending the strike extents which in the last news release we did, we, we extended it uh, a total of about 150 meters on strike. Uh, and we're working hard to uh, trace the this high grade chute that, that is known and that we've been working uh, at further depth. So, you know, tremendous strike extent potential, tremendous down dip potential. I got a two prong question here for you, sir. Did you twin the historic resource and how far along is Kelso Run in making the Heronian NI43101 compliant and in what category? Uh, well, so we did last year, we did twin a, a few holes. Um, we don't have access to any of the historic core. Uh, so we really wanted to see what the what the mineral, get our eyes on the mineralization. Part of that process of, of getting that historic resource area into NI43101 compliant is to, to prove that the results, the historic results are true. So we did twin a few holes. More than likely, the category that we're, we'll first cross will be inferred. Um, what, when we're going to get that, the, the goal is the end of the year. It's an aggressive goal, but uh, um, I'm an aggressive uh, exploration geologist, so that's the way we roll. I like it. <laughs> is there any active drilling being conducted on uh, or in, in the plans for 2021? There is. We're, we're drilling right now. We started at the end of January and we've got one rig on, on site. Uh, we're considering putting a second rig on site. There's just so many targets to drill. Um, but to, to achieve our goal of getting that, that uh, compliant resource by the end of the year, we need to be drilling aggressively. Now, Kessel Run is not a one-trick pony. You have another very compelling project in your property bank. Sir, please introduce us to the Bluff Point project. Sure. Uh, the Bluff Point project is actually the first project we, we acquired uh, back in 2012. It's uh, 100% owned as well. It's about 9,000 hectares, just under 9,000 hectares, about twice the size of the Heronian project. Um, it's on strike from the Rainy River Gold Mine that New Gold is, has in production. Uh, it's a mine that produces about 230,000 ounces a year. Um, and that Rainy River structural zone runs to the northeast and that's where our project is, about 50 kilometers uh, northeast of the mine. Um, we're looking at a porphyry type uh, gold deposit, a granite hosted um, gold deposit, um, but there is has tremendous potential. There's there's multiple high grade and bulk tonnage targets on the pro- 
project. And what can you share with us regarding the exploration history there? Well, it's actually quite an interesting project. It was discovered by a prospector in the late 80s. Um, you know, again, you know, historically, most people didn't uh, explore in Northwestern Ontario in, the, in these type of rocks. And so this prospector making this discovery was, was uh, you know, quite significant. Uh, significant enough to attract Homestate Canada, predecessor company of Barrick Gold. Um, and they worked it in, in uh, the late 80s into, into the early 90s. Uh, at the time, it was a remote project. There was no road access. They had to, to float plane in onto the lake, and, and uh, they did just preliminary work. They mapped it and, and did some uh, hand tre trenching and, and such. So we acquired the project in 2012, and we uh, mapped the entire project. We did overburden trenching, and we did one small drill program. We got some quite uh, encouraging results. Um, you know, 20 meters of 1.7 grams in, in, uh, on surface and channel sampling. And we got uh, uh, 20, just under 22 meters at uh, just under a gram in drilling. Um, through 2019, uh, ground has been coming open. We've been acquiring ground through staking. And uh, yeah, in the future, we're, you know, we're looking at uh, following up uh, with some geophysics um, to, to prove up our targets and to follow up uh, with drilling eventually. And that answers somewhat my next question. Is there a current oh. any activity going on right now at the Bluff Point? There isn't. We're, right now, we're, we're mostly just doing a, sort of desktop studies. Um, we're really trying to concentrate on Heronian and putting, putting our full efforts on Heronian. But uh, at some point in the near future, we will be uh, doing some work to follow up and get, get it drill ready. I'm of the opinion that the market cap has the potential for a significant upside, which bodes well for those joining us today. Why has the company been under speculators' radars? Um, well, we were sort of in hibernation through the downturn. We, we really tried to keep the, the burn rate low, and we didn't uh, want to raise money at low prices and, and continually do that just to keep the lights on. Um, so, you know, I, I was working with no salary. I was footing a lot of the bills for um, some of the work we wanted to do through the, through the downturn, uh, some of the acquisition costs for, for Ronian, as an example. So we're, we're sort of trying to reintroduce ourselves to the, to the market, essentially, with this, this initial drill program. We're working hard to get the word out. Let's discuss some important topics germane to the projects. Are your projects, and just want to reconfirm here, 100% owned or do they have any earning options? 100% owned. Love to hear that. <laughs> We're going to get into some numbers later in this discussion, but from a capital expenditure standpoint, how is infrastructure on your projects? Infrastructure is great. Northwestern Ontario, where, where both of our projects are, is there's two two arms, the Trans-Canada Highway. There's, there's many secondary uh, highways, there's uh, logging roads, uh, major logging roads and, and secondary and tertiary logging roads all through the projects. Um, Heronian, as an example, is, is only about uh, 15 kilometers south of the Trans-Canada, you know, with uh, hydro grid is being upgraded. It's, it's just a great place to, to be exploring and eventually to be developing. What is your relationship with the indigenous people? It's good. Uh, We've got good relationship uh, on the, the local indigenous uh, communities in the areas of both projects. All right. Are you fully permitted? We're fully permitted on Heronian. Uh, the permit is good until December 2022. And 
Bluff Point is in the process of, of renewing their uh, exploration permit. Uh, we're hopeful that it should be, and we have expectations it should be done uh, in the near future. Is the ultimate goal for Kessel Run to build a mine or arbitrage? <laughs> well, I get asked that question a lot. I'm an exploration geologist, so that's what I do. So, but ultimately, uh, whatever path takes uh, that the the project takes is best value for the shareholders. Um, you know, if we if we want to go down the road to, to build a mine because that's what makes sense, uh, obviously we'll bring on uh, management that are their expertise is building mines. As I said, I'm an exploration geologist. My expertise is finding mines. We've discussed the good. Let's address the bad. What can go wrong, and what are your action plans to mitigate that wrong? Well, I mean, what can go wrong? The results can uh, disappoint. That's <laughs> that's what can go wrong. Uh, so far, so good. I mean, we we have high expectations, and I think we're 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 uh, living up to those expectations so far. Um, the market, you know, the market uh, can certainly turn on a dime. Uh, we know that it can turn on a dime to go up and it can turn on a dime to go down so that's really the the uh the risks in, in the this kind of uh in the expiration world what are our action plans to mitigate it i mean you know we we can stop the 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 expiration pretty quick um because i run a consulting company that provides the services you know we can start and stop as as we see fit uh, pretty quick Switching gears, let's discuss the people responsible for increasing shareholder value. Mr. Thompson, please introduce us to your board of directors and management team, and what skill sets do they bring to Kessel Wind Resources? So as I said myself, I'm, I'm the president and CEO and a director. Uh, I'm a partner at a consulting company based in Thunder Bay near the projects, the, the major city near the, the projects. I'm a professional geologist with over 20 years experience. Uh, specializing in structural interpretation of gold deposits. Uh, and I've worked with tech resources, Placer Dome and Gold Corp in the past. Uh, John DeCosta is the CFO. He's also a director. Um, he runs a management consulting firm in Vancouver. He has over 25 years experience in corporate management and compliance. So, you know, very experienced to fill out the role of CFO. Uh, Callan Jeffs is a director. Uh, she's also a professional geologist with over 15 years experience, brings a lot to the table and advice and in targeting. She's the president and CEO of a, a company called Red Metal Resources down working in uh, the coastal Cordillera in Chile, looking for copper gold. Uh, Niana Selina is a director. She's a chartered accountant and CFO of several public companies. All right, let's get into some numbers, sir. Please provide us with the capital structure for Kessel Run Resources. So Kessel Run, we're trading just under uh, 20 cents and we've got about 74 million shares outstanding, uh, about 93 million uh, fully diluted. Uh, our market cap is, is in the $13 million range, you know, in my opinion, quite undervalued. Um, and we're, we're fully cashed up. We're, we're you know, we started out uh, after the $6 million raise with cash and cash equivalents. We were north of six and we're still just uh, just over 5 million left in the in the till after we literally just paid a bunch of bills. So 
a fairly accurate number. Well, you're not alone in your assessment of the share price. I have a Rolodex of names that I, I correspond with in the space, and they took a look at the company, and they, the, they, had, they shared the same sentiment as I do and as you do, that there's a potential upside here that the market has not recognized, and I hope we've conveyed that here thus far. Uh, how much cash and cash equivalents do you have? So yeah, we're just over over five million, about five point two million right now in the in the bank. How much debt do you have? Uh, minor. There's still a hundred thousand on the uh, books. That's to my consulting company that had been doing work through the downturn that we we still haven't uh, cleared up. What is your burn rate? Uh, with the drill program ongoing, we're, we're looking at about five to six hundred thousand dollars per month. Who are the major shareholders? Well, I'm a major shareholder. Management as a whole owns approximately 10%. Um, 1832 Asset Management that, that runs all the Dynamic and Scotia funds is a reporter and because they're over 10%, so they're at about 14%. Um, other institutions that are com uh, combined, they're at about 18%, but individually they're still under the 10%, so they don't report. And what is the float, sir? 74 million shares outstanding, 93 million fully diluted. All right. Are there any redundant assets on the books we should know about? Nope, none. Are there any change of control fees? If yes, what is the compensation? None. And is management charging a consulting fee for any services? I believe you stated yes on that. Yes, so, so the consulting company, the expiration consulting company, uh, provides the services at industry standard rates, um, and then I charge a management fee to be president and CEO. In closing, multi-layered question, what is the next unanswered question for Kessel Run Resources? When can we expect a response, and what determines success? Well, I think the next unanswered question is, is uh, proof of concept, you know, which we're just starting to do with the drill program. Uh, we need to, to start showing continuity and mineralization and uh, uh, depth and strike extents. And uh, we're working hard to get that get the story out to the market. And I think that's the, the biggest uh, uh, explanation of why we're undervalued. What keeps you up at night that we don't know about? <laughs> the, the drill breaking down the you know there's lots of stuff that keeps me up at night it's uh it's a it's a risky business it's but that's why we like it so you, you worry about the results you worry about the logistics i, I worry about the safety of my guys uh at my team you know, i've got a great uh great team that uh, is working hard and there's they're very smart and, and doing a great job but uh you know in this pandemic and and uh, expiration can be a, 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 a risky uh, endeavor, uh, so I worry about their safety. Last question. What did I forget to ask? Uh, I don't think you, you forgot to ask anything. I think we've covered everything. Uh, the, the big one is, is the market. We really need to work hard getting, that, uh, getting the story out to the market. That's the, that's the big one for us. We need to, to tell this great story to more people. And I want to footstep again uh, for all those that are joining us. Uh, it's just not my opinion, nor is it Mr. Thompson's. I have a Rolodex of names, and the sentiment is exactly the same. 
how is the market cap this low <laughs> based on yeah. the value proposition that uh, that is before us? Mr. Thompson, for someone listening that wants to learn more about Kesselman, please share the contact details. Uh, you can contact us at information at kesselrunresources.com. You can contact me at Michael T at kesselrunresources.com. Uh, Toll-free number 866-416-7941. Give us that number one more time, sir. 1-866-416-7941. Mr. Thompson, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Wishing you and Kessel Run Resources the absolute best, sir. My pleasure. Thank you very much. The information presented on Proven and Probable is provided for educational and informational purposes only, without any express or implied warranty of any kind, including warranties of accuracy, completeness, or fitness for any particular purpose. The information is not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice, or any other advice. You should not make any financial, investment, or trading decision based on any of the information presented without first undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional broker or competent financial advisor.